in sports entertainment. Pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. It is a TWP Extra. My name is Jason Marchuka, and I am publicly disclosing that my co-host is Joe T. He is also my friend. Just in case there's any confusion or, you know, whatever about listenership and friendship, I don't want to blur the lines at all. I'm just going to be blatant. You know who we are. You know why we're here. We were going to wait until Thursday to talk everything uh, AEW All Out, but unfortunately, as you can see, the title of the podcast is called Scrumsterfuck. Um, <laughs> I did not you know, know why that yet. Here. Yes. So uh, we know who won at All Out. We know what happened at the press conference. And then, of course, I'm not saying it over and over and over and over and over again. I'm saying it one time, and it's a blanket, allegedly, because we really don't know shit. We know what's been written about, but we don't know what's true or not. Hi, Harley. My, co- my other co-host, Harley, my dog. Harley is, is also <laughs> joining us. Uh, he is Harley's owner. He has a dog. <laughs> yes, yeah, got to make sure watching, it's... There, there's Harley. And Harley is a, a one-year-old female golden doodle just disclosing everything so that the facts are out there. Now, of course, uh, we're talking about what happened after CM Punk lost his fucking mind Sunday night. Now, Joe, being that it was, it was like midnight or one for you, did you and Brian actually watch this when it happened? No, we did not. Uh, as soon as like 11.59 hit is when uh, the pay-per-view went off the air. So okay. Brian left. So now, uh, we didn't so watch the press conference. I went to okay. bed too. I was exhausted. So Brian texted me, uh, well, I guess while he was driving. He just There was a tweet of what was going on. So then I mm-hmm. went straight to YouTube and pulled up what the press conference and what was going on. And I could not believe what I was seeing. I mean, it was insane. But apparently now, what happened after that was even more insane. Here's the thing. CM Punk is not the victim here. In, he's the victimizer, the real victim, the, the absolute number one victim in this whole situation. Let's see if we're on the same page here. So hold One, on. two, three. Nick Housman. Cole Cabana. No, you're wrong. Do you think, I'm right. Who do you, who's the... Uh... Nick Housman is a reporter for Wrestling Inc. Okay. So Punk knew him because Housman's a Chicago guy. Punk knew Hausman did improv. And more importantly, Punk knew Hausman did improv with Scott Colton, a.k.a. Colt Cabana. No right. one brought up Scott Colton or Colt Cabana. Punk knew the answers before he asked the questions because he knew what he was about to do. This was premeditated slander at its best. And here's the thing. I don't want to bring up old shit. Well, you just brought up old shit publicly. Have you got a problem with me? Come talk to me. Well, no, not that either. So the story that came out, uh, we are recording this on Tuesday afternoon. And uh, I I had some screenshots that I had taken because I wanted to make sure I got all these. Now, this is coming from, for Fightful Select, they did a live stream earlier today. And apparently, there was an altercation when Punk walked out of that room. And 
Nick Jackson apparently was either knocked out or kind of shaken due to Ace Steel throwing a chair at him. Get hit with a chair. Um, Punk took a swing at Matt Jackson. And then uh, Steele also is rumored to have gotten into it with Kenny Omega, apparently biting Kenny Omega and pulling his hair. Um, Hangman Page was not in the building when this happened. FTR, not in the building when this happened. And one person close to the situation was quoted as saying, there was a lot of cursing, a lot of mayhem, and a lot of people not being willing to hash it out. Um, now, there are, this is a report from the Wrestling Observer, uh, corroborated the reports from Fightful, said that Punk started the thing, still hitting Nick with a chair and biting Omega. So that's two sources. That's kind of our thing. You know, we wait for yeah. two sources. And then PW Insider, Bucks and Omega were the ones that confronted Punk in his dressing room, but did not mention who hit first. Now, everyone seems to think this is Punk that swung first. Uh, after the sides were separated, they continued to argue, leading Bucks and Omega uh, exiting the area of Punk's locker room. Um, it was also reported that one of the Bucks returned to the hotel Sunday night with a black eye. One of the Bucks must have been Nick, since Fightful and Observer also reported that. Of course, this is all legend. We don't know what actually happened. But the big question is, what happens now? Well, number one, we weren't there, but we were there. Punk swung first with that press conference. Yeah. He swung first. Those are mm -hmm. words. They can't go back. You said it. It wasn't even mentioned. But you <laughs> wanted to just air your grievances because you're that entitled. And for the past year, you have been praised as the number one fig in, in the collection. I'm so, so glad you're starting to see it like I do. I, I, it's been a couple months since I've been on like that bandwidth. I was very happy that he came back, but like he hasn't done anything. But that's a, it's not about the performer. It's about the man. The man who went into business for himself when he did it two, three weeks ago when it wasn't mentioned and Hangman couldn't come out when he got called out in his hometown. And he knew that. It was a punk move, no pun intended. So it doesn't matter we if we were not there for what happened backstage. We were there for the first hit, and it was that press conference, and Tony Khan sitting there like a little punk. You know, my wife uh, doesn't really give a shit about wrestling, but she knows who CM Punk is. And I said, hey, I want to show you something. And I, uh, I showed her the scrum, the scrum, and she's like, who's that guy sitting next oh, to him? the owner. I'm like, that's Tony Khan. She's like, he looks like a little boy staring at his hero. And I'm like, that's exactly what it is. You know, it has come out many times that CM Punk was his favorite as wrestler as he was growing up. And now this is a situation where, you know, I joked early on in this podcast, I didn't think AEW was going to make it past five years. I might be right. You might be. My wife is predicting this too after I kind of filled her in on it because, again, she could, she likes wrestling, but she's all WWE. You'll find out more on a Friday show when Brian's on and he can talk about how my wife was just ripping apart the entire pay-per-view but, like, was with us, like, for the uh, majority okay. of it. She stayed up till about the – after the Christian uh, Jungle Boy match. But right. she was just ripping it apart the whole time. And she's like, they're not going to last. They're not going to last. And when I told her this story, she's like, when are you going to finally say that I was right? 
Ah, ah. So here we are, situation, the stuff that came out today. And uh, now there is another report that Punk and Khan had a sit down. Rumors that the Bucks and Omega said them or me or, or him or us. Um, AEW was fine before CM Punk. And if Tony shows the, the balls that he pretends to have, Punk won't be there much longer and AEW will be fine after him. But what I can't figure out lately. Tony Khan's been doing the one thing that people with small penises do. They talk about their money a lot. He said that he has way more money than Jim Crockett promotion yes. and compared the two because he was mad. WWE ran two shows over the weekend. Like you're the one, you know, saying we're competition and we're going to, you know, change the world. Well, with that kind of bitchy attitude you have, it's not going to happen. You know, Friday night at Rampage, he came out and he did a little quick thing like he did probably in Detroit when you and Brian went. Before the show started, yeah. And I jokingly called him Tony Coca-Cola, meaning <laughs> cocaine. Uh, I get it. <laughs> okay, so like there is just something. Coke and Pepsi. Wrong. Yeah, Coke and Pepsi. Even funnier now that, that you know, say it like that. All I know is something needs to happen, and I think it needs to happen before Wednesday. Now, I I have my uh, if this is something that happened in as me as the teacher and it's all about accountability. If this is something that would have happened in my classroom, I have an idea of what I would do if I was Tony Khan. Number one, this is going to hurt a lot of people who are just the fanboys who thinks he's a victim. But CM, if it was me. CM Punk and A Steel, we wish you the best of luck on your future endeavors. They're gone as of now. Yep. Now, they're not the only ones who are getting the hammer laid down by uh, Joe over here. Bucks, Omega, suspended indefinitely without pay. And when they come back, they are stripped of their executive vice presidency. So they're taking a demotion. So they're no longer executives. They're now just one of the boys. So they have to basically, they have to pay for this too. But they went there with intent. Which they had every right to because they got worked up because the boss allowed this to happen the whole time. Now, what happens to Tony Khan? Does daddy get involved? That's Probably interesting. Not. I didn't. I didn't think really much about that. I think that, well, I think that the trio's titles are vacant. I think that heavyweight championship is vacant. And that's the TV thing. Punk's gone. Now the he's still gone. And the Bucks and Kenny and I don't think Paige is an EVP, but the three. No, he, he wasn't involved. He wasn't in the building. So he. Yeah, he's clear. Got clear. He's clear. Hagman has nothing to do with this because he wasn't there at that incident. So right. Hagman did the right thing. Now, why am I not firing Omega in the Bucks? It's best for business because if they get fired, they could be snatched up by WWE as the hottest free agents in well, wrestling. Okay, so I was Punk's thinking not about, going back. I was thinking about that angle too. So where if, if, if we'll just say everybody's fired. 
Okay. WWE, New Japan, Impact, AAA in Mexico. The sleeper that no one's talking about. GCW. This Freddie Prince Jr. promotion that's in the works. You want to you wanna come out with a big bang? Freddie Prince Jr. ain't getting CM Punk, especially with this kind of bullshit. You get the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega in a startup? You know, I think that would be the way to go. But realistically, I think what we're going to get is everyone's going to be suspended for a while. But I really don't think Punk and Ace Steel's gone. He fucking bit someone. He (laughs) he dropped an F-bomb the first time on television. Yeah, that too. But at this point, that seems minor in the big big thing. So, like, I think Punk and Steel are gone. The Bucks and Omega probably get suspended, but I think that realistic, you know, I think that the titles are all stripped. No one's a title holder. And then realistically, what we could do, fucking do it Wednesday. Punk versus Mox for the title. And then, mm. you know, you just, you, just act, you just act, or no, what did I say? Punk? I meant Mox. You said Punk versus Mox oh. for the title. No, I don't trust Punk on TV. No, 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 anymore. no. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to say Punk. Okay. I meant to say Mox versus MJF. Gotcha. You know, everyone's going to be tuning in anyway to see what MJF has to say, but <laughs> all the parties involved that were supposed to be on TV in Buffalo are not. Chris Jericho and John Moxley weren't supposed to be on TV, but they are being asked to come to television. So it's just an insane. I keep using the word insane because I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. And here's the, the other side of the coin. If this is a work, this is next level Montreal screw job, pipe bomb level creative writing. Do you think, is there any percentage, Joe, you think this is a work? You never say never in wrestling. I've made that crystal clear. So I'm going to say that there's a 1% chance, maybe 2% chance that it's a work. The thing is, no one looks good on this one. So if it's a work, who are you working? Are you still right, playing to the smarts and the internet crowd instead of the people who are the majority that you should be catering to? Because those people are not happy with the product right now. They haven't been happy for a while. That's why they're so stagnant. And the Twitter disdain for punk. I'm one, Well, I can't say it's Twitter. I've been kind of anti-punk for a while, and at this is we're not going to talk about this. Just the only thing I'm going to say about what happened at All Out. I was there. Um, Joe, you went to SummerSlam with me. I wasn't super vocal, was I? I just enjoyed the show. Yeah, some applause, you know that whole thing. I was so pumped for that match because I wanted Punk to lose. I said it last week on the show. The to see what the moron fans would do if Punk lost in Chicago. Um, I didn't get that. But during the match, I was, I was screaming, like chanting. You know, when, when everyone in the section was chanting, CM Punk, I would say, sucks. And, and, <laughs> I, out, and I outlasted them every time. They just kept, and they went, I, and it was like, CM Punk sucks. Like, I well, just didn't care. What you didn't notice because you didn't you didn't get to watch it on TV was a simple fact that 
it was a very split crowd. It wasn't pro. Oh no, I was there. The announcers, no, but like on oh the announcers, yeah, the announcers kept saying, "Oh, Moxley's never been booed this much," and Brian and I were like, "He's not being booed at all." It's like, oh, this is so loud, and it's like it was. I, I there, felt like uh, there were boos and cheers for both. I mean, but for being Chicago, it should have been. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was 50 50. And then at the end, when MJF came out, you know, there was MJF chance that shouldn't have happened. And that's going to be a problem. That it's I mean, already everything's a problem. The well, entire thing is a problem. But yeah. So, uh, you know, we we wanted to do this real quick because I feel like, well, hell, I think when this goes up, in like an hour after I produce everything, it's going to be obsolete. It's going to be outdated and obsolete anyway. So whenever you're listening to this, there's a good chance that the hammer has been dropped. People have been suspended and or fired, but we just wanted to take a few minutes of your time to uh, jump on. You can obviously see it's just the two of us, the most unlikely two to do a show together. And this but, is our uh, second time doing this. This is too. So maybe it's not the most unlikely anymore. I guess I don't know who that would be out of the four of us, but this AEW situation is much like the title of this program, a scrumster fuck. Get it? Good word. Good word. Scrumster fuck. Um, scrumster fire was another one I was going to use, but uh, F asterisk CK is how, you know, but you're, you saw this, whether you're listening to it or watching it on YouTube. So Joe, I'll give you the final word on this before we get out of here. Anything? What do you want to say? What do you want to see? How do you think this is going to play out? Um, because we're obviously said, 24 hours. As of recording, we are 24 hours away from Dynamite. Okay. What I want to see is a good show. What I want it to happen is what I said should happen. What I hope that anything, everything that comes about this is, like we say every week, I wish people would just enjoy wrestling. And I am con- like doing this podcast today is going against what I said a month ago with the Vince McMahon situation to a point. Part of me does not care what the fuck happened backstage. I just want the show to be good, Mm -hmm. like you just said. But unfortunately, there's no way around this. No. So we've, you know, I think there's going to be suspensions. I would not be surprised if nobody gets fired. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be surprised because I don't think uh, I don't think Tony Khan has a uh, sack on him. I think he is nope. just a he's a fanboy with a lot of money, and you know he, and we know and he's, he's talked about it, right? And you know I never talk about money, so just saying. <laughs> same, same, same. Anyway, uh, I I hope that doesn't happen because it's gonna. The re the audience won't know anyway, but they mm-hmm. made it because Jason, you made a great point saying I don't want to know about the behind the scenes stuff. I don't. They brought it to our attention. Yep. It's Punk's fault that we know about the behind the scenes stuff because they have their press conference. I like the idea of it. I really do. I think that that is one positive thing that AEW has brought to the landscape because. Uh, WWE does it too. I haven't watched Clash at the Castle yet, but I did see they did something similar to it. Hopefully, by the time we record on Thursday night, uh, because it is right now Tuesday, uh, I will get through some of that. There's just so much wrestling this week, and and I was traveling, so I didn't get to see hardly anything other than 
AEW stuff. So let us know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. How do you think this is going to play out? What do you think the whole situation? Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube and you are listening to the podcast, follow us on social media at that WrestlePod. Leave, let us know on a DM. How do you think it's going to go? Uh, you can always res- correspond by email, thatwrestlepod at gmail.com. Um, my name is Jason Marchuka. I'm disclosing that it is now time for me and Joe to end this podcast. Since Brian is not here, Joe. I'll let you close us out. Thank you, everyone, for listening, following, and just enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening. Follow That WrestlePod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it!